Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met, and as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. It's the Story Pirates podcast with your hosts, Lee and Peter. And today we're going to play for you another Story Pirates adaptation of a story written by a real live kid. Peter, what's today's story? Today, Lee, we have a great story. It was written by a then five-year-old named Paige Mahoney. And Paige's story is called The Really Cool Dress. I love this story. It's all about the future. It sure is. And what's going to happen in the future? Forward fashion thinking story. None of us know what's going to be the fashions. It might be this. (laughs) All right. Before we hear the adaptation, let's check out the original story Paige sent in to us. The Really Cool Dress 100 years after this year, there was a girl. Her name was Isabel, and she got a fish. And she bought her fish a pair of shoes because in the future, fish have feet. And fish can talk. And Isabel got a really cool dress for herself. The dress had a robot arm that always popped out whenever Isabel pressed a button on the top part of her dress. What came out of the robot arm was a beautiful purse. It has beautiful sparkles and jewels, and everyone wanted one. Isabel bought everyone she knew one of those dresses with the robotic arms and purses that had jewels and sparkles on them. And she bought all the boys pants and shirts with robotic arms that had at the end a bag with pictures of robots on them. One day, she couldn't find the dress. She looked and looked. She asked her fish with shoes if it knew where the dress was. It said no. But it said it saw someone sneak into her room last night. The fish said it was a man with really dark short brown hair. At once, Isabel knew who took her dress. It was Mr. Hangui, Isabel's old teacher. He wanted a new one for his daughter because his daughter pressed the button so much on one that Isabel had bought for her that she broke the robot arm. Isabel promised that if Mr. Hangui gave back her dress, she would buy his daughter a new one. Mr. Hengui agreed, and Isabel got his daughter a new dress. Isabel said to Mr. Hengui's daughter, don't press the button too much. And she said to Mr. Hengui, don't steal things ever again, or I'll take away your fish's shoes. The end. Wow, Mr. Hengui. It's a great name. Great, great name. That's how I feel when I'm hungry and angry. You're a hangui? I'm really hangui. You're often hangui. <laughs> Well, let's hear the Story Pirates adaptation of Paige's story. Here it is, The Really Cool Dress. Hi, 
Fish? Hi, Isabelle. You know what's my favorite thing about living in the year 2112? That you have uh, a pet fish who can talk? No. That you have a pet fish who has feet and can walk around like a person? No. That it is still legal to keep obviously sentient creatures as pets? No, Fish. My favorite thing about living in the year 2112 is shopping. Look what I got for you, Fish. No shoes. Wow, thanks, Isabelle. They're water shoes. I'll never swim again. <laughs> You're funny, Fesh, but guess what else I got? A really cool dress. This is my new dress. It's a really cool dress. Check out my new dress. It's a really cool dress. Wow, Isabel, it sure is a really cool dress. My new dress has cool features made to impress all the future creatures. Press the button on the top, a robot arm pops out the top. Wow, a robot arm. I am impressed. Did I mention a robot arm? There's more about the robot arm. The robot arm holds a purse that's cool, covered in beautiful sparkles and jewels. Wow, the dress is amazing. Can I have one? Of course you can, Fish. And so can everybody. What? what? That's right, people of the future. Everyone's getting a really cool dress. Where do I fit in? Don't worry, boys. I bought you all pants and shirts with robot arms. And those robot arms hold bags with pictures of robots on them. Cool. cool. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks Isabel. Check out our new pants. There's some really cool pants. All right, guys, we get it. Anyway, I'm really exhausted from all this selfless gift giving. I'm going to go to bed. Everybody enjoy your really cool clothes, robotic arms, and fashion handbags. Good night, Isabel. Isabelle, don't worry about me. I'm just going to float here with my eyes open and trust I'll get the rest I need. Good morning, world! Another day, another opportunity to use my robotic arm! Speaking of which, gasp! I mean, my really cool dress is missing! Fish, have you seen my dress? No, I haven't. I spent all night polishing my shoes. But sir, not that you mention it, I do remember someone sneaking into your room last night. A man with really dark, short hair. <gasps> I know exactly who that is. Oh, Mr. Hengway! Oh, uh, hi there, Isabel. I'm your former teacher, and also your neighbor, which is why I'm right outside your house. Anyway, I heard you call. What seems to be the problem? You took my really cool dress. What? No, that's... <laughs> okay, it's true. I took it for my daughter because her really cool dress broke. She pressed the button too many times. I told her to be careful, but... It was too late. I'm sorry. I know that stealing is wrong. It's okay, Mr. Hengui. I'll buy her another dress if she will give me back my own. You will? Yes, child. Okay, here's your dress back. And here's your new dress. Just don't press the button too much. I won't. And to you, Mr. Hengui, don't steal things ever again or I'll take your fish's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I miss swimming. Look at our new dress. It's a really cool new dress. They end.
And now Lee speaks with the author herself, Paige. Hey, Paige, how are you? Hi. Hey, I'm so happy to talk to you today about your story. It's been a while since you heard it, right? Yeah. Do you remember the name of your story? The girl with the very cool dress? Yeah, I think it's called The Really Cool Dress, but I like that title also. How long ago did you write that story? I wrote it when I was in preschool or kindergarten, so it was about six or seven years ago. Oh my gosh, that's forever. Yeah. Has it really been that long? I think it has. How old are you now? I'm 10. And so what grade are you in? I'm in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Oh my gosh. Amazing. So you've probably written like a million stories since you wrote that story. Yeah, I write a lot. What kind of stuff do you like to write? Well, I really like to write realistic fiction. Uh Uh-huh. Kind of like that story, but a little more realistic. And I also really like to write poems. Oh, really? Yeah. When you write, do you write for school or do you also write for yourself? Um, I do both. I do a lot of writing in school and I do write on my own. And where do you keep your writing? Do you have a notebook or something? Yeah, I have a notebook, but I also do a lot of it on the computer. Oh, neat. And so I type a lot of it up and save it in Google Drive. Is your favorite place to write on a computer or do you ever have like a spot that you go, like when you're writing poetry, that is like a spot that helps you feel creative? Well, I like to sit on my beanbag. I also really like um, my desk. Oh, awesome. I'll write almost anywhere. That's amazing. So do you remember how you got the idea for your story, The Really Cool Dress? Well, not really. I remember the topic of the month for the Story Pirates contest was about the future. Oh. But I'm not really sure how I came up with the idea for the story. There's a few things in your story that are so funny to me. The first one is that fish have feet in the future. Yeah. (laughs) We read over the story recently, um, just the version I typed up, and we all burst out laughing about the feet. I know. The feet is so funny. And then I also love the robot arms on the dress and the robot arms on the pants. Were you particularly inspired by the theme of the future? I don't really remember, but I think I probably was. So you say you like realistic fiction. Yeah, so like more of stories that take place in this time period that could really happen. Mm-hmm. Do you have any writers that you love that you have read their books and you would recommend them to people? Well, I just finished reading the Harry Potter series, and that was really good. So good. And I'm also in the middle of another fantasy series called Levin Thumps, and it's written by Obart Sky. And I think a lot of people would really like that one. It's really oh, funny. So if you like Harry Potter, you might like this other book. Um, it's called Levin Thumps. Levin Thumps. It's a book series. There's like five or six books. Oh, man. And it's kind of like Harry Potter. Oh, cool. Well, that's great. I've never heard of that. I'm so glad our listeners will get to, will get to know about it. Thank you. You're welcome. So how's fifth grade so far? Pretty good. I really like my teacher. Oh, good. And when do you, are you going to do anything fun for the holidays? Um, my grandparents are coming and then we're going to go up to their house and see all my cousins. How many cousins do you have? Um, I have four cousins and we're all in consecutive order. <laughs> I'm the oldest and my youngest cousin, Devin, is five. Wow. Where do you, where do you live? I live in Simsbury, Connecticut. Oh, cool. How do you like Connecticut? It's really nice. I love in the fall, all the leaves change color, and it's just really pretty. Is fall your favorite season? Yeah. Me too. I love wearing fall sweaters. Yeah. 
the air just smells so clean and fresh, and I really like making leaf piles and then ruining them by jumping in them. <laughs> Do you ever jump into a leaf pile and then find like a worm in there and get grossed out? Um, I think I've definitely found worms in there, but worms don't really gross me out that much. Okay, good for you. Thanks. I mean, why would they, right? They're just dumb worms. <laughs> yeah, we went to the farm, and I was like the only person who would hold a worm. No way. You went with your class? Yeah, it was a field trip. That's awesome. So, Paige, you're someone who writes a lot. Mm-hmm. If there's someone out there that wants to write stories but isn't sure how to start, do you have any advice for them? Well, I'd first come up with a character and like draw a picture of them write down like how tall they are, how they look on the outside, and how they act and everything and really get to know them. And then I usually begin with like describing the setting. Oh, so good. And then really get into the story. Man, that is such a great piece of advice. Because I think for a lot of people, they think, I don't have a story. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in the story. But you're saying that you don't have to start with what happens you can start by just writing about people and and sort of learning about the characters you want to write about. Yeah. I always sometimes think in the beginning, what happens? Then in the middle, what happens? Then in the end, what's the solution? That's a great idea. So, so it's like you find a problem and then you decide on a solution? Yeah. But sometimes I kind of just write and I don't really know how the story is going to end. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. What's the most surprising ending you've ever had to one of your stories? Well, I had one story where the main character forgot her instrument in band, and her band teacher would not let her back on because she she thought that she wasn't going to be good enough to be in the school band, but she begged and begged and begged, and I was almost... The teacher was sounding so strict. I was like, how could she let her back on? But eventually she did. The teacher relented eventually? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that was a strong character. She wouldn't give up. I love that. Oh, Paige, you're inspiring me. Thank you so much for talking to me today. You're welcome. Thanks. Talk to you later. Yeah, bye. Bye Bye-bye. If you want to see Story Pirates live in person, come visit us in New York City. We perform on select Saturdays throughout the year in Midtown Manhattan, and we feature new stories every week with kid authors there in the audience to take a bow. Find the full schedule on our website, storypirates.com. Stay tuned for upcoming dates on our national tour as well. We're going to head to performing arts centers and schools all across the country, and we might be heading in your direction. Check out our website, storypirates.com, and click Performances at the top for details, times, and tickets. You can also buy t-shirts for the Story Pirates fan in your life, also at storypirates.com. Remember to friend us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and of course, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. 
So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control! We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed.